You're listening to the Islamic Sustainable Finance and Investment Podcast, the show discussing the latest and most exciting developments of Sharia-compliant sustainable finance. Hi, this is the Islamic Sustainable Finance and Investment Podcast. My name is Marlena Karim, and I will be your host today. In this episode, we are joined by Dr. Abdullah, the Secretary General of the General Council for Islamic Banks and Financial Institutions, also known as Sibafi, to talk about its newly launched Sustainability Guide for Islamic Financial Institutions. Thank you so much for joining us today. Before we get into the Sustainability Guide, perhaps you could tell us a little more about Sibafi. Sibafi is an international organization uh, which is affiliated to the Organization of Islamic Cooperation. It is based in Bahrain and it has been established about 20 years ago in 2001 by the Islamic Development Bank and leading Islamic banks globally at the time. There were about 40 at the time that established the institution. The purpose is to have an organization that would represent the Islamic banks globally with regulators, international standard setting bodies and international organizations doing various initiatives in practice from advocacy to research publications and uh, professional development uh, workshops, training, and so on. So we have been operating uh, around now 20, 21 years, and we have over 130 members from 34 jurisdictions globally. So we are not, even though we are affiliated with the Organization of Islamic Cooperation, uh, we are not limited to uh, YC countries, for, for instance. So wherever um, Islamic banks operate or other financial institutions from Takaful or others, uh, then we can operate and we support the industry uh, globally. I see. Thank you. So what is CBAFI trying to achieve with the Sustainability Guide? Well, this is a very interesting question, and it is very close to our hearts. Um, I mean, the, the, the background to this is the following. A few years ago, it was, uh, um, to be frank, at the start of the 2015, with the, the UN uh, Sustainable Development Goals Agenda uh, publication, um, around that period, 2015-2016, we started in Sibafi having uh, interest in sustainability and seeing how um, Islamic banks and Islamic finance in general could contribute to this global agenda. So at the time, we started with some various initiatives, uh, mostly were in terms of research and surveys with the members and some of the conferences. So we had our first conferences on this topic in 2016, and we had the publications, uh, our annual publications, which is Global Islamic Banking Survey, which we do on an annual basis addressed this already in 2016, looking at the best practices um, on sustainability and uh, responsible finance. So following that, and the more we dig into this, this question, we realized that the interest of uh, uh, sustainability is high within the membership. On the same side, we also realized 
that there is in many instances an, a misunderstanding, meaning uh, the way it was seen, it was more uh, superficial, if we can say. So not looking really deeply on how sustainability can be embedded into the operations of Islamic banks. On the other side uh, of the spectrum, there was and there is still uh, a large debate uh, globally, I mean, on the Islamic finance side, on the role of Islamic finance itself, Islamic banking, how, how, it, how it should be. Should it be just finance as, as finance or should it have other purposes? So there is a kind of expectation from, from the stakeholders that Islamic banks and Islamic financial institutions should be doing more. So it's not really just the economic impact of the, of the finance, but there should be some other things. And this derives discussions surrounding uh, objectives of Sharia or Maqasid Sharia and saying that this should also have some, uh, some purposes. So finance should not be done just for finance, but really for some other purposes. So looking at, at these two aspects, uh, interest uh, global agenda of sustainability and on the other hand interest by the stakeholders and push for more uh, um, objectives driven uh, Islamic finance. So we started doing again directing our research going to uh, the, the linkages between the two and we did some research and surveys and we found out that there is a strong correlation between uh, sustainability and maqasid uh, sharia and sharia objectives so we thought then why not we should not we should have something that perhaps achieve both these uh, these objectives and this is where we started we had then in in 2018 we presented uh, in our strategic plan 2019 2022 uh, to uh, the the board of directors uh, the strategic plan where we uh, proposed to establish a sustainability working group. And then from then we started working on this. And then uh, we, we came up now of, of a, a guide that in a way discusses foundations of or a framework of sustainability within Islamic finance arena. So uh, not only uh, on the outside and even coming up with a, a sort of definition, if we look at it from Islamic perspective. So those foundations allowed us to take uh, the, you know, the ESG framework, environment, social and governance framework, the, the, the traditional one, and have an augmented version of that of ESG, embedding some of the objectives of, uh, of Sharia whenever they are relevant to the operations of Islamic finance. And this led us again to have a, a process of integration of sustainability, how it should be done within the, 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 the Islamic finance in general, but in particular for the Islamic banks. And came up, this helped us to come up with five principles that if banks um, wish to implement an ESG framework or sustainability in general, then they should go through these five steps and then we'll have uh, 
this this implemented really into the operations as not just to be an ad hoc um, like results of uh, uh, of normal finance if we can say so we we suspect this will have a significant uh, impact on, on on operations of islamic banks and i mean the working group uh, members we had uh, it's from over 20 countries that helped us on this, uh, the co-chairs uh, we have uh, from Bank Muhammad Malaysia and uh, the other co-chair is for, from here, from, from the GCC. So uh, uh, this will be, of course, our first step, but there are some other steps that are upcoming to see how we can perhaps go further and make it uh, easier for the implementation. I see. Thank you very much. So you spoke a little about uh, the link between Islamic principles and sustainability. Now let's shift a bit towards the stakeholders. Uh, what are the key challenges to implementing sustainability practices for Islamic financial institutions? Yeah, well, um, uh, really the, 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 key, the key question here uh, during our consultation processes and surveys. For example, uh, when we ask Islamic banks, uh, how do they see sustainability within the agenda of work? So we see it very high. So they, they rank it almost, I mean, on, on the top from our one to five, uh, most uh, results are from 4.5 to, to five. So meaning it's really high on their agenda. Now, again, when we ask them, and of course we divide this by kind of sort of priorities. So depending on the various areas that have to work on, like for example, um, climate change, uh, energy transition, poverty alleviation, education, uh, healthcare, and so on. So of course there were differences from, uh, from different regions, and this is just normal because based on uh, particular countries, jurisdictions, uh, and, uh, and uh, local uh, realities, so there were some uh, differences in, in, the, in the importance of each factor, which is, I mean, normally depends on uh, social and economic development within that particular country. So this was high. But then again, when we dip, when we dig deeper, we realized that, for example, when we talk about, uh, say, um, let's say, for example, education, when we talk about education, uh, we realize that many, uh, when we ask the banks, for example, what they do for education, so many decide, uh, for instance, uh, charities, so the charitable work related to education. Uh, again, when we ask, uh, how about financing education programs? How about like uh, uh, financing uh, universities, schools, and so on? Then there are some that do something, but it's not in a systematic way. It's similar to, to other, uh, other areas. When we uh, talk uh, about uh, um, like the climate change risks and so on, and this was already, I mean, uh, two, two, three years ago, and we realize now it's becoming high on the agenda of every uh, regulator uh, as of now. But for example, when we ask about climate change, so there were like, okay, so the, 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 the institutions were looking at it really from operational perspective, for example, how much energy you consume. So uh, it's not, if you will look at it from this angle, of course, it's not much. But then when we, when we dig deeper into the discussion and we say, how about, how about your investment portfolios? 
the types of businesses that you you finance. Then the question again it becomes a bit more interesting. So I mean through engagement with this we realized that this is actually so I'm, we are not saying that Islamic banks are not doing sustainability within their operations. Many of them do and they do a large part of it, but most of the time is not in a systematic way and uh, monitoring part of it perhaps uh, lacks as well, which is very important. So I think one of the key challenges is this awareness, this awareness and understanding of how they can be doing it. And then of course, they will follow some other, other areas, for instance, for the monitoring parts and then for foreseeing, for the, for the control, and for accompanying the businesses that, for instance, need to go into the sustainability uh, front as well. So the question is not here to, uh, um, for example, uh, exclude businesses that are not 100% sustainable, but it is working with all businesses to bring them to this level of sustainability that we wish to have all for higher impact. And I think, as, as we all know, uh, sustainability agenda is high on every country right now. It's globally becoming a very, very important and, and crucial. So we, we see it also from the, for example, from the investment side, with the ESG is becoming kind of uh, must have. It's, not, it's no more uh, just a luxury or, or a choice. It's either you will have this, I mean, in the next few years, we will see it. Either you will move into the environment, social and governance frameworks, or you will just uh, lose, lose serious business. Uh, the, the, the questions also uh, of climate change. Climate change, I mean, the last two, three years, there has been a significant, really, uh, increase of interest globally from standard setters, regulators, and so on. So the, the last uh, last year, there was the establishment of uh, a network of central banks for greening the financial system. It started with uh, 20, 25 central banks uh, at the time. I think now it, it has over 90, if not more. And looking at the impact this will have on the on the on the, on the financial sector, because there will be an impact. Uh, other bodies are working on the same. The Financial Stability Board. Uh, the task force for climate change. Uh, there is the Basel committee uh, looking at some, having some consultations on this. So all these, I think, are uh, perhaps um, current challenges, but will be increasing the more we go for in the next next uh, few years. So that's why we had we felt uh, responsibility, we felt our duty to to start having something that will help the banks from now and work on 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 this. We have, of course, some other, other areas of work on climate change that we are starting right now that will help, again, the banks in, in uh, getting ready and getting prepared for what will be coming in the next few years. Thank you. I see. So it sounds like the goal here is to help Islamic uh, financial institutions adapt to the new um, market sentiment of focusing on sustainability and how it's no longer really an option for um financial institutions and businesses, whether they want to be sustainable or not. That's um, right. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, I can go further because as, as, I, as we, 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 we think about it, 
Um, I mean, the sustainability in the reality is embedded in the DNA of Islamic finance. And because of the nature of, of that, because of the, if we look at, uh, at the various objectives within sustainability and we look at the objectives that the, um, the as we say, objective of Sharia, then there is really a clear, a clear match. So leading to the same, same or similar, similar, similar things. So that's why we, we thought, okay, you are doing this. That's fine. You are doing it as part of your operations. Then why not doing it on a systematic way, but in a certain manner that will allow broader adoption. And then will allow, you will have some disclosure uh, opportunities to, to show it. And of course, then you will become uh, also, we have uh, an opportunity for Islamic finance in this area. So it's not a, it's not a burden of, of having this. First of all, it's a must now becoming a must have. But in, on the other hand, it's really an opportunity for business and for showcasing what Islamic banking and Islamic finance is really is from ethical and linkages to the real uh, economy and so on. This guide was published in March this year. How has the sustainability guide been received by stakeholders and what feedback has Sibafi received? Well, this this guide, um, in reality, it is going to be released today. So it's a very good opportunity that we have this talk right now. In in March, we had an exposure draft that was uh, published for public comments, and we sent to regulators, to standard setters, to our membership and other other Islamic financial institutions globally. And we got a tremendous feedback. So it was open for a month for, for discussion and comments. Uh, we received uh, about 30, I mean, 30 um, set of comments from uh, 30 organizations from different, different countries, really. So from, uh, from GCC, from Malaysia, from, uh, from Southeast Asia, different, uh, different parts. So the comments were very, very encouraging, really. So, and all the comments, no exception, welcomed this initiative and said it is long-awaited initiative. There were, of course, uh, comments for, for improvement and for, for amendments and for, for, for some of uh, clarifications and areas that perhaps need to be uh, uh, either drafted or, or clarified and so on. But uh, in general, I mean, the comments on the, on the, on the guide itself was uh, very highly praised initiative. So we had this uh, during our annual meeting uh, two weeks ago. We discussed that, and it was launched during that. So the membership at the time agreed to the uh, sustainability guide, and they said it is a very important initiative which will help tremendously the, the Islamic banks. So it will be released uh, today. Um, so, but they requested also, and this shows perhaps the challenges related to this. They requested also some accompanying measures because okay even though you have a guide but the guide has like principles principles uh, probably certainly not all the details apply across the board to all the islamic banks in every region or every country or even in some countries there could be some different areas of priorities so they are requesting on how this can be implemented in practice so for that reason we are we have 
we have uh, a number of initiatives uh, upcoming, which will include uh, having a certification program and training program related to, to this uh, sustainability. This will be is being prepared and will be rolled out in the next uh, few weeks. Uh, we will have, of course, some high level uh, fora uh, to discuss this with uh, um, like uh, those that uh, that the decision makers, board members, uh, C level, uh, and also on the operational side to see how this this can be done. Uh, in addition to this, uh, there is some other guidance we are working on to see on some areas related to measurements, for instance, because there is there is a need on, on this for uh, quantitative data. Uh, Thank you. And well, congratulations on the launch of the guidelines today and uh, on all the encouraging feedback that Sibafi has received so far. We're very excited to see where this goes for Islamic financial institutions. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you for the time. And we encourage the audience to reach out to us if for any, any assistance that would be needed for the implementation. Thank you for listening. For more discussions on Islamic sustainable finance and investments, log on to www.islamicsustainable.com. You can also listen to the episodes on your favourite platforms, including iTunes and Spotify.